0: Welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your co-hosts,
1: Justin, a.k.a. Justy, along with... Another one of your hosts, Eric Mark. How are you all doing, and how are you, Justy? Dude, you know, I'm doing fantastic today. It's uh, It's been a, a fun day today so far, and um, one of the things I'm most excited about is that one of our buddies is actually back filming on the Universal lot, which is fantastic. So, it just I feel like we're starting to get some semblance of normalcy, which it's, is great. It's it, 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 so, amazing, Yeah, I know. Bill, uh, he, he posted about that. I guess he
0: he he had shot a, uh, a a promo video with uh, with your boy John Cena last week, but that was done by uh, over Zoom. This time they're uh, on the lot, so uh, you know. And uh, Universal, of course, one of not just one of our favorite uh, uh, studios, but um, where this show originated, where episodes one and two were uh, were recorded. So, uh, uh, love to Universal and to uh, to Universal
1: City. Absolutely, and we did later episodes there too, which is even we more did. exciting. We so, yes, yes, and uh, uh, love it dearly. How are you doing, dude? You know, pretty good, thanks. Uh, yeah, just
0: uh, of course it's uh, May fourth, and so you and uh, you being a Star Wars guy, but especially your brother. What what some of our listeners might not know is that. Uh, um when Justin's brother, Steve, got engaged, um, well, lots of mayhem, in- including the bride's family uh, refusing to pay for the wedding and then uh, uh, p- pushing uh, Justin and Steve's parents to do so. And, um, and then Steve dropping the bomb on them, you're paying for it, and it's a Star Wars wedding.
1: <laughs> well, I, we may have talked about this on air, but I, I do have to say that when you pulled me aside and said, dude, you're not going to believe this. They're having a Jedi battle. I'm like, what? <laughs> there's lightsabers out. I'm like, shut up. So at my brother's wedding and I, uh, there's gotta be footage somewhere, but unfortunately I think this is really before like smartphones and a lot of recording and stuff on it. But if anyone has it, please send it to us because it is one of the, because normally when you see these things, you know, they're, they're meant in kind of a jest kind of a fun thing. Uh, this was a very serious battle. It was taken very seriously. <laughs> so, yeah, and, uh, Steve, Steve and Lexi wanted a full-on Star
0: Wars wedding. Like that's all they wanted. They wanted it, you know, so that the, uh, you know, whatever one's creed or dem- denomination or or none, none of those things that you use to uh, for the efficiency for the the wedding, they wanted Jedi. And uh, and your your parents, you know, wisely being being intelligent people, uh, vetoed that. Um, so. Uh, as a concession, Steve and Lexi had like a a Christian wedding, followed by a Jedi wedding. And so, when Justin says a a, a fight, yes, there was there there were uh, there were Jedi's and uh, Imperial forces fighting, but there was also a the equivalent of a Jedi priest uh, who who remarried them. And I think, from their perspective, that's the marriage that actually counts.
1: <laughs> you're you're absolutely right. And the part that I did not take any consideration, but I'm thinking about just now, is the fact that, I mean, the wardrobe changes were intense that day. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Now this was like a full on production. This was this, you know, this is this is
0: backstage um, at, at a theater where no one cares who sees each other nude because you got to switch into that other costume.
1: <laughs> now I have to ask you because I know that there was like they were fighting over it looked like a covenant of some kind, like from uh, like. Uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Do you remember what it was that they were actually fighting over? Because I don't.
0: I, I I remember that the the priest and I apologize to the the uh, the, the the folks who know better and might know that the actual title of this individual, but the the Jedi priest or monk or you know whatever he might have been or elder, um, was reading from a long scroll, like a very <laughs> long scroll that uh, that I think. <laughs> reached from from his hands down to the floor and was you know was um, or the, or the the ground actually they, they did this part of the ceremony outdoors as was the the actual wedding by the way um, yes and so I I don't know I don't know what they were fighting over I might have a picture or two of this I don't have any video but I might have a picture or two that will we can post to the uh, our Facebook page uh, but Please quite do. quite quite an adventure and yeah I mean so the, the you know every time I met Steve, <laughs> in the in the early days, I was always perplexed by him. I think, you know, we've, we've talked on the air. The first time I met him was when I went surfing with Justy and he he had this guy with him, this sort of little stout fella. And um, I didn't realize that was your brother. You never mentioned. You just, you, you know, I show up and there's someone else there. Louise and I show up. And and, uh, and, and you never mentioned the whole time that we're there. That is your brother. And, and then he whacks himself on the head with a, uh, you know, with a surfboard and gives himself, the closest thing to caution. a wily e. Coyote bump, you know, that I've ever seen. And uh, it was amazing. I mean, I always thought in Looney Tune cartoons that that was just sort of like, you know, an exaggerated sort of drawing. Like these two, three inch uh, bumps come in at a Wile e. Coyote or Elmer Fudd's heads. Um, but on Steve, I saw it for real. Maybe not two or three inches, but easily an inch and much wider. I mean, it was, um, yeah, this is a, a contusion to be proud of. And then, um, then I find Absolutely. out he's your brother. So I'm thinking, whoa, the little stout fellow just bumped himself in the head hard. That's, that's, and 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 Justin's laughing. So I, I don't know what, uh, you know, I don't know what to make of any of this. Um, but then I find out he's <laughs> your brother. Then I, I, I went to a party that he was hosting with his then roommate, um, Jonathan Blue, a really awesome guy. And, uh, yeah. but he, it, what Steve didn't tell me when he invited me to it was that it was a Star Wars party. And so everyone's dressed up in costume, you know, and everyone has, you know, various paraphernalia and some people have lightsabers. And one person mentions <laughs> that uh, they were driving north of L.A., like like way north of L.A., saw something in a ditch by the side of the road. Oh, I forgot about that. Realized this. it must be something important. So stopped, jumped out of the car, ran to the ditch, and it was a high-end lightsaber. And when I say... Lightsaber, I mean replica lightsaber because there's no real lightsabers, but uh, uh, and they they brought they picked it out of the ditch and brought it with them. It was like finding Excalibur, and uh, and they're proud of this. They brought it to this party, of course, and everyone had their various lightsabers. And uh, as they're telling the story about how they found this lightsaber that must have been destined for them, Jonathan Blue turns to me and goes, I don't know how much longer I can be this guy's roommate. <laughs>
1: And the irony was, he was his roommate for two more years, and uh, John, at the end of the day, became Steve. Steve had a big influence on him because he he became kind of the Jedi kind of himself. So I, I give my brother credit that uh, you know he wore him down. He didn't. He didn't show, just show him the light. He showed him the force. He, they actually they they might have exchanged some in a possible sexual way. I don't want to you know. Well, not I was going to say it was
0: platonic, and but but I mean, there's something like with the ancient Greeks. I mean, there there are practices and beliefs and activities amongst the Jedi that we might not be aware
1: of. <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. And all I'll say is that it was such a dude. You spread you know, your
0: midi my- to me.
1: You're welcome. <laughs> Well, I mean, one of my, the things that, so Steve's wedding was just a, just a great story all the way through. And since we weren't even planning on talking about this, I think we need to divulge a little bit more here. So the, when he first proposed to Lexi, her family said, are you going to have a Wiccan or Druid wedding? And (laughs) Steve, Steve is a very. Passive. He doesn't like to fight. He's just a very genuine good soul and kind of goes with the flow. Um Apparently at that, he walked out. He grabbed Lexi and walked out and goes, what? And she goes, oh, yeah, yeah. My parents expect us to have a druid or a wicked wedding. And he, what? And so anyways, I guess her sister got married in a pentagram um somewhere in Arizona. And it's a very special spot. So if you're a Wiccan or a druid, I don't remember which one it was. Uh, you can tell us please, because I don't remember where it is, but it's a very special spot in Arizona. And she was blessed by, I don't know, the head priest, like you were saying, uh, whatever. And so they, now it must it be really near, it thing. must be near Sedona or something, right? Uh, no, it's actually outside Tucson somewhere. It's on the wow. west side. I just don't know where. Yeah. No, wow. you'd think it'd be Sedona, but it's not. Um, and there may be one there, but the one they got married at is like, it's like really well known for some reason, at least in the time it was. So Steve talked her out of that. And so apparently my brother tried to do what I do and make some jokes about it and went to my parents and said, we're going to have a Druid wedding. And my mom apparently just looked at him and was like, oh, that's a great idea. You guys can do whatever you want. And Steve was like, oh shit, you're supposed to say no. So afterwards, like Lexi and him are driving out. And she's like, see, I told you your mom would be open to this. Um, And long story short, after they left, my mom... Just started bawling and crying, and was just so upset that they were going to have a wicked wedding over this whole thing. Now, are you saying so, wicked or wicken? Wicken, but sometimes you sometimes you make it sound like it's wicked. Wicked it cool. Honestly, I don't really care. <laughs> Maybe I should. I I don't really. I just don't care. I think it it is too foo-foo-y for me. But anyway, so we is get to the, the wedding foo day. Or Is it
0: the opposite of foo
1: It's like this is what the. It's it's not what oh, the fair enough. It is the opposite. The, what, of yeah, yeah, right. It's not what the, the wealthy,
0: sophisticated, or at least in their mind, sophisticated folks are doing. I mean, it's what the fringy people in Mali are doing. Yeah, fringy. Yeah, you know. And I and by the way, I'm not d- dismissing it by any means. I'm actually no, saying not. it's... Yeah, so it's just not
1: something so, I do. All right. Fair um, enough. Well, you but, say
0: that you say that, but you know, you and you and Cal might have to renew your vows one day, and um, given your proclivities, and uh, <laughs> and by that point, you might decide, you know what. Let me take, take back everything I said. We're renewing our vows. This time it's Wiccan or Druid, and so it's going to stick. Yeah,
1: you're, you're not wrong, Eric, in that. Uh, you're definitely not wrong. And so I will definitely bite my tongue on that, and if I have to eat my word at some point in time, I will definitely do that. But my favorite part is my uncle um, is, is a total pothead, and her father is a total pothead. And so at the wedding, like there, right before the ceremony started and and the way it was done is it was done, I think in May in Arizona, which if you've ever been to Arizona in May is a dumb time to have an outside wedding because it's crazy fricking hot. Um, And they're walking down the wedding and my uncle is smoking a joint and her father tackles my uncle and says, what the hell are you doing? (laughs) So from one pothead to another... At least there's a level of civility going to a wedding
0: yeah yeah
1: well no i mean it was it was it was a beautiful wedding by the way
0: and um i i came in from la for it you know nice rehearsal the 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 wedding it's but uh incredibly hot and uh and you know you always hear all these stories about the uh the freaked out crying overwhelmed bride and that was steve (laughs)
1: a truer statement could not be said i mean it's, it's
0: something like the boutonnières or something got lost you know within half an hour of the of the, of the ceremony and everything and uh, and uh, groomsmen and, uh, and and folks were all
1: frantically searching for di- different things that were supposed to be found it was it was chaotic i will admit that it was definitely yeah. chaotic and then the part that i think is often overlooked is that the wedding so the guests backs were to the sun but everyone up was facing the sun so we were in the sun for like an hour (laughs) i'm sure i'm gonna get skin cancer from it but afterwards steve the pictures they had to touch up a lot because steve is literally drenched with sweat he had to get a new shirt everything on after the uh you know after they did pictures and everything to go to the dinner because he was so drenched in sweat.
0: Yeah, I okay. can. And that, speaking of clothing, I think that was one of the problems as well. One of the groom's guys had had um, the wrong shirt or something. And uh, and that was Oh, He, did, he had the rage. wrong
1: tux. Yeah. It was like a blue. Yes, yeah. you're right. Yeah, I knew there was something blue going on. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he had the blue lapel thing on the thing. And Steve goes, that's supposed to be mine. <laughs> <laughs> Zach oh I forgot about that yeah Zach was super excited because he's like man I love my tux how come your your guys don't look like mine and we're like um I don't I, I think yours are supposed to look like ours <laughs> Steve's like god damn it <laughs> you should I mean I, I'm
0: amazed you did not take that moment to say folks there's been a little change in the agenda right now you know your programs say uh Steve and Lexi, if you don't mind crossing out Lexi and putting in Zach, that, that's the new bridal couple, and um, uh, we're here to celebrate them. So uh, may I present Mr. and Mrs. Steve and Zach?
1: <laughs> I, had I been allowed to, because I, I my promise to my parents and to Lexi was that I would be on my best behavior, because Lexi's really afraid of my humor, and she's really afraid that I'm going to embarrass them in some regard, which, to her credit, is, is true. Extremely I mean, legit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can't yeah. fault her for that. Oh, no, no. She's she, Very intelligent decision on her part. Yeah. Um. And so, you know, the one day of the year that I would truly honor that was definitely for their wedding. And I did. I, I really didn't do anything except for my best man speech. And... um you know it was that one i was able to 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 pull off pretty well that well I, I mean good.
0: that reminded like when i was best man for for my boy who you know well steve maringer's um mr merengue uh mm-hmm. for his uh his second wedding um his wife uh and she would she would concede that she was bridezilla as would you know all of her <laughs> uh, lady friends you know she's like um she insisted on seeing a written out version of my speech beforehand what and i'm like that yeah you can't do that that's like that's censorship and yeah. um uh she eventually forgot about it but uh, um i i had actually written a second speech that was completely different to give her if she insisted and then i was going to do the real speech the real speech that i was planning on doing
1: okay that is fantastic shut up did you really
0: yeah so i wrote an entirely other innocuous boring well funny but in a boring way uh speech that i was gonna because she wouldn't believe it otherwise but you know if it weren't amusing but um but so so toned down uh, and then i had the real speech but she never she never followed up on it i think she'd been i think steve or someone had spoken to her I mean, let me let me put this in perspective. So, you know, so, yeah, uh, their wedding and, you know, and and lovely folk and obviously some of my my closest friends. But um, after the rehearsal dinner, uh, Melinda, you know, not to name names, um, calls all of the people in the bridal party uh, into a back room and she has 10 bullet point lists for each of us, all the things we need to have done by the next day and uh nice. and make sure we check them all off and and like yeah so her friends you know all the all the bridesmaids are are the ones calling her bridezilla not me and it was like and they're like this is the most absurd thing i've ever and they, you know they were they were shocked and mortified and um and like you know some of them okay but we got to do it. and others are like i'm not doing this and uh <laughs> and then the next morning okay so i'm the you know i'm the best man i'm supposed to bring the rings and i'm actually going with steve to the uh the site um at at uh, Mountain Gate Country Club, beautiful, uh, you know, early on, and um, okay. and Steve's like, hey, 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 Eric, you know, you're you're you know you're my closest friend, you're my best man, um, you're supposed to bring the bring the rings, but uh, do you mind if I hold on to the rings and bring them tomorrow? Because um, you know, you're you're you, and I'm <laughs> I'm a little offended by this, but I. <laughs> but i but i i acquiesce and i'm like all right i'll i'll give you that i am certainly me but okay okay you can you can you can do it so we go you know he, he, uh, i go over to his place drive him to the to uh, to, to the country club um, we're super early i mean you know not a lot of the staff isn't there yet i mean it's crazy how early we were and you know that uh, i'm not known for being super early to things and well just out of curiosity like did he
1: force you to come? That, like what happened?
0: Did he, did he force me to come that early? Yeah. I mean, what, what? Well, I'm driving
1: him. Yeah. And he, he wanted. Wh- well, what was his rationale? I'm just curious. I mean, that's insane. Well, he wanted
0: to be there on time. <laughs> and, and unlike me, who's, who, who you know, arrives in the nick of time, he's, 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 he's a bit of an early arriver and, and this okay. is a big day. And it's and it's his second wedding, so he wants you know admit it, he wants to get it right. So you know I give him that. However, uh, you know guests start showing up. Uh, we start taking like wedding photos and stuff like that, and then he, he suddenly looks uh, embarrassed and sheepish, and he he beckons me over, and he's like, uh, "Hey, Eric, um, I, I'm embarrassed to say this, but uh, I, you know how I asked how I, I brought the rings because I, I was worried you'd forget them." And I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "I forgot them." I'm like what? And, Shut up! And he's like, "Yeah, I left it at home. I had them out, out ready to ready to bring, and I and I and I and in all, you know, in in our rush to get here early, like, and I'm like, way too early. He's like, I I left them at home. I'm like, holy cow! Well, I'm like, I can't go get them because you know I'm I'm needed for the wedding photos. I'm like, a, you know, I'm part of the bridal party. And he's like, yeah, yeah, I know. I gotta find someone. Uh, uh, maybe my parents. I they can't go there. And the he goes, um, so so finally. He uh, he asks his brother-in-law, his sister's husband, nicest guy, and this guy's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, I'll go, I'll go get them." And uh, so he dri- you know, he drives from, uh, you know, from this from the country club back to uh, to Steve's place in Venice. And um, meanwhile, pictures are going on. And first of all, his his wife, Steve's sister, is like, "Where's my husband? Where's Micah?" And uh, Steve and I know, but everyone's like, but we can't say anything. And we're like, I don't know. And and like, uh, then like Melinda, you know, Steve's wife to be in a few minutes uh, is livid. And she's like, what an ass. Like, it's my wedding day. And he's, he leaves and he's, he's wrecking the, he's wrecking the wedding. He's meanwhile, he's like the hero, but no one knows that and no one can say it. And, uh, and she is, she is livid and she's making everyone else mad. Um, you know, there's a lot of angry photos in this in in in, in these uh, these wedding photos, all minus Micah. And um, you know, meanwhile, Steve is sort of surreptitiously texting him, hey, did you find him? Lo, no, no, no. Hey, look look in the kitchen, look in this, you know, the drawer in the kitchens where I hid them. you know, he finally finds them. I got it. And the whole time that this is all happening, Micah's excited, he thinks he's the hero, he's saving the day, not knowing he's being incredibly defamed. Uh, you know, by scores of people at the at the wedding site, and uh, you know the, the pictures are just ending when Micah comes back in his tux beaming like he's like he's holding this thing, and he you know he wants to shout, "Hey, I got it!" and uh, and, and then he sees looks at, you know Steve is looking at him, giving him the uh, "Don't say anything" look and, uh, and, and eyes and finger <laughs> and stuff, and Micah's like, "What?" and he's like, "Don't say anything," and then and then <laughs> then, next, then Micah gets yelled at by his wife and and by Melinda. And everyone's calling, so he's like the Snape of the end story for people who haven't read all the way through Harry Potter. But uh, Snape ends up being the hero, the, you know, the martyr who takes on all the blame, but is actually the good guy. Well, that was Micah's place. So he he saves the day, but he's he's the goat, and uh, and he's being yeah he's just being he, he he looked like he was gonna burst into tears because he's just being yelled. He thought he thought he was doing the exact right thing, which he did, and uh, and and he's being super criticized for it, and no one knows what he did. Because you know, not Steve definitely doesn't want to admit to anybody, let alone Melinda, that he didn't uh, he didn't bring the rings, and so so wedding goes on. You know, beautiful beautiful ceremony. Um, we're at the we're we're at the reception. Uh, great discussion, great fun, great food, great speeches. In fact, people approach me later because I gave the real speech, obviously, and and uh, people are like, "Are you are you like a professional?" wedding speech giver I'm not well not wedding speech giver but uh, uh, but speech Maybe. giver speech giver and um, you know so that was that was great you know and I, I come back sitting at, you know at at, uh, at at table number one with the other bridal party members meanwhile Steve and Melinda are doing the uh, you know the walkthrough amongst the guests and they they come to us last and and and, and I have mentioned to the people at the table what happened. You know, just and no, no one's surprised because they're all friends of Steve and Melinda's, so they're not surprised. Steve, you know, refused to let me bring the rings, or that he ended up forgetting them, and they're not surprised that he he chickened out and wouldn't let uh, wouldn't let poor Micah uh, admit to his heroism, and they weren't they especially weren't surprised that the reason that Steve was so scared was because of uh, Melinda, and so. um, they come around and, you know, they've been super cheery and greeting and kissing like all the people at the other table. First thing out of Melinda's uh, uh, mouth is, uh, way to fuck up my wedding, Eric.
1: <laughs> That's fantastic. And I'm
0: I'm looking at Steve who's standing, you know, behind, over her shoulder and I'm giving him the look. Can I say what really happened? And he's giving me the no, no response with his eyes and, you know. And I am like, okay, I'm not going to, you know, and I, it's, it's, it's killing me because I know not only is it, this was a pretty terrible thing and she's going to, you know, there's a good chance she could hate me or resent me for the rest of her life. She's always going to remember Eric screwed up her wedding. And I'm like, but I'm also thinking better me than Steve, you know, because they're, they're husband and wife at this point And, uh, you know, it's better that I take the blame. Right? But I, but you know me, I mean, like everybody, but more than most people, the one thing, I, I mean, I, I apologize for everything, and I'm, I accept the blame for anything I. But the one thing I really don't like is being blamed for something I didn't do, particularly something as monumental as this. But I don't say anything, and um, and she just goes into me in front of everybody else, and then she goes, "Oh, but good speech," and I'm like, "Thanks." And so um, the next day, I'm having, uh, you know, we're we're at the brunch. And uh, and I'm sitting with uh, with Steve's parents, who I'm very close to and who are, you know, lovely people. And we're having a great talk. And uh, then Steve and Melinda come up, come up. And once again, Melinda's like, uh, great job for getting the rings, Eric. <sighs> <laughs> and I'm like, geez, this could be the re- literally the rest of our lives. And so I say out loud, I says, Steve, do you mind if I tell her what really happened? And um, he's like, well, no, go ahead, because you're going to anyway. I oh, go, no, God. if you don't want me to. I won't and um he's like well you might as well say it now so i do she doesn't say anything she turns to him grabs him by the arm and leads him away or <laughs> to and I, I never heard what happened
1: after that <laughs> well the question is are they still married they are and like yeah okay yeah then, yeah then, yeah then no yeah. big deal then yeah whatever transpired they got over yeah that's fantastic. Well, I think that's an unbelievably great way to, to end the show. And uh, what a fun one, dude. So thank you. Thank you to, to our audience. And uh, enjoy the rest of your day. And may the fourth be with you. Yeah, yeah. Happy, happy Star Wars to everybody. And I hope you
0: enjoyed our Star Wars wedding episode.